Are, are you a fan of of uh, uh, um, Al Pacino? Hell yeah! And uh, of course, uh, uh, De Niro. Al Pacino, Al Pacino to me is an amazing actor. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the dude, he, he's so like you said, smooth with everything he does. You know, he's one of those dudes, and every and most and not every, I want to say, well, he has some bad movies. Like to me, the one with Keanu Reeves is kind of like whatever. Devil's um, Advocate. You like Devil's Advocate? Yeah, do you mind? That I thought it might was like, have been Keanu Reeves. That's the only role I wouldn't put Brandon Lee in. But I'm talking about Al Pacino's role. I think no, Al Pacino no, no, no. was like whatever in that movie. Same thing in any given uh, Sunday. He was kind of like whatever. That that version of Al like he when he's all like, like ah, yeah, like he was I'm Al like Pacino. Yeah, like, like he's, uh, I'm kind of like easy. it was whatever. Like I like when he goes into a character, like a deep into a character. So um, how how do you guys format? You guys just you start up opening or whatever. Are we going? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, we're going. Mike, 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 you great from the south side. Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, I'm just so happy to be here right now. Real Rap Podcast. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, boys and blah? Boys and girls. Good start. Good start. Yeah, good start. Yeah, why not, man? Children of all ages, we are back. Another episode of the Real Rap Podcast. I believe this is episode number 12. I have with me right now, very special guest. I have Miguel. He is uh, right now the face, uh, one half of the... Uh, uh, highly successful IMO in my opinion podcast. Um, I mean, thousands of subscribers doing numbers like crazy. Um, I've subscribed, I've been watching. I suggest you guys do the same. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and get right into this, man. If you wouldn't mind, Miguel, uh, letting the listeners know, uh, uh, how long you've been in the game, uh, your name, a little bit about yourself. Well, like you said, my name is Miguel Rivera. Um, I am one half of the IMO uh, team. Jonathan, unfortunately, could not. Be here today, uh, you know, kids couldn't find a sitter the whole night. Yeah, he was trying to be a responsible father, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a podcast that we came up with, you know, right when the pandemic started because mm. we were fucking bored. Mm. And yeah, the pandemic was, I mean, it's still obviously a thing and it's a bad thing. Um, but it did, you know, open people's minds to try different things, mm. you know, different outlets, especially nowadays and <clears throat> with the technology, what we have now, you can get out there a lot easier now than you did when, you know, when we were kids. So you guys are just sitting there talking about it one day, and then you were like, you know what? We got to do something. The pandemic, we're bored, and then boom, turn the cameras on, and then let's go. What was the early days like for you? So um, like you said, one day, I mean, I kid you not, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and uh, stuff on YouTube and whatever mm-hmm. when I'm at work and all that. Um, and me and him, we, we talk about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We talk about everything. We grew up together, so like we know each other pretty well. And obviously, we make our, you know, we laugh at our own stupid shit and all that. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, he has a different story than I do. I, I think I have the accurate story. I was just like, hey, why don't we just put our stupid shit on the internet and see who laughs with us or whatever? Right, right. Um, and that's kind of where it started, you know. And then um, I started, you know, looking at, you know, microphones and stuff like that because I'm, I'm a tech guy. You know, we started with something real simple. You know, com- laptop, computer, a couple mics audio only on youtube which doesn't make any fucking sense but okay um right who the, hell puts, had, who the hell puts audio on a video platform you just you know had I mean? like still a still shot playing playing yeah the whole it, was time? Just, it was just the fucking name <laughs> just, of the show um just you in a tanning booth i mean <laughs> dude it, 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 was, it was so, I, didn't, I didn't think about that one clearly you know, long <laughs> enough. um so a fucking uh you know we did our first couple episodes like that and um you know we sound like fucking robots too like you know like it, yeah. it's one of those things i'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you as well yeah. Um, it's something you get comfortable in, you know. 
I am interested that so you you started like with an investment into yourself. So you went from zero to sixty and said, "All right, let's get some microphones." Then you went off, started getting like um, uh, equipment, and then you went straight to YouTube, even though it was just audio. Um, and then I know some people when they're getting into this space, they just strictly their phone, and then whatever the camera phone's doing or whatever the microphone on the camera was doing. Like, did you did you see the end in the beginning? You were like, "Hey, start making the investment now on this equipment because it's gonna go somewhere." Um, honestly, no, because I, mm. I honestly thought I wasn't going to get like two subscribers. I thought it was going to be me, John, and maybe one other person. And that's mm. all we were going to have. Um, and I, n- I never thought that we'd be where we are right now. Right, right. And, and that's the truth. That's honest truth. Um, you know, but again, I'm, I'm one of those dudes that I want to keep progressing mm. and keep improving and whatever. And it's kind of a, like John kind of hates me for it because then it starts costing more money and more money and yeah more money. right right but at the end of the day again it's it's something we have fun doing mm. you know um but honestly excuse me um the reason i really wanted to do it one okay. of the reasons why i wanted to add cameras and stuff like that to it was because i had just got signed with an agency mm-hmm. at the time so i was starting to get into my acting stuff and i was stupid nervous mm. like stupid nervous doing auditions and all that like you could hear the paper shaking in my hand kind of shit. Ah, okay. You know? So while the pandemic shut everything down, right, because there was no more auditions, no more TV shows, nothing of that nature, um, I kind of thought, I'm like, how can I get comfortable? Okay. I'm like, well, what's in the play every time I'm in an audition? Oh, there's a camera. Okay. Well, let's put a camera and let's talk. Right, right. that's what we do in an audition, technically, right? If I can get comfortable in front of a camera, then maybe I can relax more when I'm trying to deliver my lines because I'm not so worried about the camera. Because the camera's kind of second nature. You know Did what I'm it saying? actually help? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Like, even right now, if, if this would have been when we started, if you would have invited me the, the first week mm-hmm. that I started, I'd probably be nervous as shit right now. Right, right. But this is kind of like second second nature already. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there's lights here. I know there's a camera there. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't bug me or, you know, impede me from talking or whatever. I can be myself in front of it now. I'm assuming the same mm-hmm. thing with you. I mean, at one point you started and it's always that, that first step. And then you comedy, get comfortable, yeah. like every even on the stage as well. Like you're always nervous when you start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 I believe. I mean, a lot of it translates the same from comedy to acting, vice versa. Is that you, being in the moment is what's most what's most important. Yeah. And then the rest of that kind of fades into the background or what have you, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you, you get this. You get this. 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 Because uh, I, I, who said it? I had a friend who came on my podcast, and he said something like, uh, "You know, being nervous." And uh, how did he say it? He was basically trying to explain the differences between being nervous and being excited. Mm. They're the same feeling, but one means that you're not prepared. God. Being oh, nervous wow. is that okay. you're not prepared. Being excited is you're prepared. You just want to do it. Yeah. you. Yeah. And that stuck with me because it made sense. Like when he yeah. told me, I was like, oh, shit, you know what, dude? You should probably like put that in a Hallmark card or something or some yeah, shit. Like yeah, quote yeah, that yeah. shit. That shit was that shit was deep. <laughs> That's definitely an Instagram post. That shit deep. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, it's deep. It's fucking yeah, deep. Yeah, and it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Um, so like again, I've always wanted to make it where everything was comfortable for me. Okay. You know? And um, I definitely do want to dive in to the acting part uh, of your life because you know I'm I'm in the comedy world and there's uh, just about every comic out there wants to be in some form of acting, whether that's you know comedic role or, or you know a regular role or, or what have you. So that process, getting into that, um, 
what is your process like say going into auditions are you are you in your head visualizing are you at home preparing for the role are you going in there like you know i'm just gonna go off of what they give me or or what do you do what are you doing with this energy that you're even talking about now um okay so i'm i'm again i'm kind of a weird dude so mm. i'm i'm very my mind is very kind of uh creative some mm. people would say <clears throat> i don't like to say it that much but i sure. in a way it is um once I get a okay, so like the process goes basically. If you have an agent, if you have an agent, they'll give you an email saying, "Hey, you've been invited to audition for such okay. and such part." Right. Basically, what that means is that the 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 company who's casting mm. looked at the roster and they saw you and they saw, okay, maybe he okay. can fit this part. We're gonna send them some sides. So they'll send you sides, which are basically a little part of the script mm. for you to record yourself, send it in. So the thing is, the hard part for me is um, they don't give you a lot. It's like when you get a part, you get maybe one or two lines, and then maybe a line before, line in the middle, line after of another character that's there you with you. Some context, but you you can't even do that because it's barely anything. Mm. Like you don't get, you don't really get. You maybe you'll be lucky if you get if it's an interior shot, time of day, maybe location, <clears throat> maybe what's going on, but nothing of filler story. Okay. So like the hard part is you know trying to figure out what they want. Picking the, an emotion. Right. Picking an emotion, trying to figure out what the story actually means. And if you can't think of, if you can't figure it out, I, to me, I make one up because mm. I want to show that I made a decision. I may be wrong. And sure. a lot of times it has been wrong. But I want to show to whoever's casting that I can make a decision. And that decision, so is that specifically like, okay, this is the emotion. <laughs> I'm internalizing this character and I'm going to go with fear anger happiness correct. sadness love or whatever correct so like if i get a role and it's say um i'm uh let's say I, I did an audition for pd a long time ago mm-hmm. where i get pulled out of a car at gunpoint blah 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 so my first thing is okay i read it see what's kind of going on i think it was like they were looking for they were looking for someone who was, who was kidnapped okay. and i was their uber driver their last uber driver okay so i started to think about okay how do i feel in this moment and how do I want to pres- how do I want to show it? Right. So am did, I scared? Did you go am method I... and go like the Chatham neighborhood? No, with, like, a whole me- bunch method, of shiny... <laughs> dude. Method method is 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 something else, man. That, the people who people who are into the method, I give y'all credit because that is <laughs> that is some type of dedication, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I cannot. Can you imagine? Can you imagine what it must be like to be in a role twenty four hours a day for months? Holy shit! Bless the dead, man. Um, who who was uh who was Joker in the in Heath Ledger? Yeah, could you ma- just nonstop Joker all all day? It's like, I mean, hey, I you could, want the club sandwich or, what, or the fucking Hogan? He's like, man. I tell you what, you know what? I fell in love with his performance so much that I, I bet you I would love to do that all day every day. <laughs> Yo, you know, I would just love to do it. You know it what I'm saying? Wear you out though. Bro. I mean, yeah, but I mean, but that's a whole different type of dedication. You know what I'm saying? Like same thing with uh, like I I know Christian Bale's really deep into his shit. Yeah, um, but don't do that voice if I ask you for some gum. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could do, but I'm not gonna. Um, but like method is method acting is is a whole nother level. You know, yeah. to me that that's a whole nother level. Would I love to try it a day? Sure, but I'm not there right now. I'm not sure, there right sure. now. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it nice and slow. That's a whole different can of worms. But um, to me, like like I said, I mean, again, I don't really get super in depth in character work. Okay. During auditions, because auditions are just auditions, mm. you're gonna you're 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 gonna get once you get picked, that's a different story. Okay. Because now you now you really gotta dive deep into this. Now character. you gotta be balls deep. Right? Yeah, you gotta be deep because I mean you you go imagine you you're a method actor, 
and you go all crazy over over you know a couple day period trying to build this character, and then no, you don't get it. Mm. You know, you, you I mean, yeah, you did the work, and it's great, but I mean, you have to pick something and roll with it. Gotcha. Right. You know, and that's kind of what I do. So like, I read the script, I kind of figure out what's going on, and then I, I start to put things together. You know, while I'm mm. at the same time while I'm working on memorizing the, the lines that I have to say, which I think is a, one of the bigger challenges. So to to my listeners that have you know aspirations dreams of being in front of the camera when it comes to acting, uh, right? So we were talking. I I want to say that you've done done some work on on like some soaps, some daytime TV, um, but also uh, uh, you did did do uh, Chicago PD. Um, then also um, we were talking earlier and you said you were with with J.K. Simmons, who I, I put him up there. He's He's top twenty easy. You can make an argument for me that he, he's top fifteen, and he's not even really all that prolific as far as roles go. I, I'm, I'm thinking just a handful of roles that he just destroyed, right, bro? Um, but you had a chance to do a scene with him uh, again for my for my for my watchers and my listeners um, that are thinking about crossover into that game. What is he giving you in that moment when you guys are on the clock? Boom, action. Well, what is he giving you that makes him J.K. Simmons? He's a fucking pro. Like, he's a fucking pro. Can you define that? Can you put that so, into words? Let's put it like this: if if me and you have a scene and we're right. whatever, we you know, we say action. If I we we would stick to script, mm. like it, we would be so tied down to our script that going off of it would throw us off. Got you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's say, let's say our lines is. What time are we going to go to the game? Your line is, I'm going to go at 6. Okay, so if, instead of, if I say, what time are we going to go to the game? I don't say that. I say, what time are we going to get out of here? Mm. That would throw you off because we're so tied to our lines. Mm. But when you've been so many years in the game, you you can't throw him off. Mm. So part of my lines, I had five lines with him and then a bunch of improv. Mm. Right? So I'm trying to fuck with him right, <laughs> in sure. the improv, right? Because I'm yeah. like, man, let's have some fun. You're throwing a behind-the-back pass. Yeah, to, to you know, just something to see if he laughs or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, because the, the whole concept was he was having issues with his wife, his car breaks down, I'm the AAA guy, okay. right? So, you know, car breaks down, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere, you know, his wife's inside the car, he's kind of tripping out. You know, I try to say something funny, I try to say, so uh, did you and your wife have a have a good night tonight, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And he's just delivered. So he's embodying... The character, the moment he's truly in the moment in the realm of acting. exactly because his mentality is exactly how that character would answer that question. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was. It's just amazing to see, you know, people that we see on television and we see on TV and and movies do what they do. No, absolutely. That was the most amazing part of the whole situation was actually like seeing him do something. Okay. That's inspiring to me. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of um, obviously similarities. It's performance art, right? And there's a lot of similarities probably with comedy. So especially if you're starting out, more than likely you're going to focus on your script, which is your jokes and whatever your punchline is. And if somebody talks in the crowd, they can throw you off the same way you were saying, hey, if somebody goes off script or what have you. And then the longer you're in the game or even if you're watching somebody, um, you can start to just fuck with the audience or incorporate other people, riff, you know, do, do whatever you're doing and still maintain, stay, you know, stay right. in. It's, it, it stops being a script and just becomes a guideline. Exactly. Um, so now that's that's you 
working with actors, right? When it comes to directors, is there a, a type of director that you've come across? Are they do they fit in categories? Are some people like letting you breathe? Some people are just strictly to the script. Like, what kind of director would you prefer? Somebody that's, uh, uh, you know, this is what we're doing. You know, I, I big time actors. I've only had a few. Okay. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm like I said. I'm very green in this business. I mean, you're a big time actor. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um and um. I'm I'm a I like to think of myself as a professional. Okay. So like I I I a long time ago I had a class and a teacher told me one time and he's like, uh, um, when you audition you deliver the pizza because that's what they want. <laughs> so I look at it like this, you know what? I'm gonna deliver the pizza. So what's my job? I gotta know my lines. I gotta be open to what their their direction is. Mm. But I gotta be prepared. You know, like to me, honestly, the coolest thing is if I'm so prepared that I don't the director doesn't tell me anything. Mm. I love that feeling. That okay. means I did my homework. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, the, when I was on PD, mind you, I had a smaller part, but the director was was grilling other people, mm. and the director didn't tell me that. Good job. What more do I need? Okay. You know that's how prepared you have to be. Now you have to be open. Don't get me wrong. And this is when it becomes you know a thing of training. Like the way I look at, like you were you were talking about, um, you know, different emotions that you can display. Mm. You know, happy, sad, blah 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 blah. So in my preparation, I, I tend to change my emotion okay. so I can have them in my bag. I know which one I want to use. That's what I'm trying to get to. But okay. then if, if, if the director says, hey, uh, change it up a little bit for me. Mm. All right, I got you. I could do this happy. I could do this mad. I could do this mm. as a question. I could do this as an answer. I could do this however you want me to do it. You know, mm. so, But that's all part of prep. That's okay. a lot of prep. I don't know if you heard recently um, uh, in the new Batman movie. Uh, the guy who played the Riddler, okay, he literally at one point they were saying that there was a take of the movie that literally took about two hundred takes because he wanted to try so many different ways. Mm. That's awesome. I mean, it's dragging. That takes a lot of time, a lot of you know sure. effort. But like that's to me, it's like oh shit, like I kind of do that too. I'm like that's you got to learn how to do this. You got to put in the work and you got to practice. And is uh, is better prep for you? Off camera, off stage, working with a partner, working by yourself, or is it like, hey, we got film, it's digital, let's keep rolling. I wouldn't mind doing it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't mind doing it again. Always, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I, I, but at the same time, you gotta, you gotta trust in, in who's behind the camera because they have a job. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and when you say that, you mean in prep prior to shooting or or during shooting? Yeah, what's the what's the best preparation leading up to the moment when you're cutting? So I, I would imagine the longer you have in the game, the the more leeway you have with the director. Like Gary Oldman, we were talking about him. Gary Oldman would be like, hey, hey, run it, run it back. You know what? I, I saw that actually happen um, while I was on PD. Um, we had a scene where it was like a party, mm -hmm. and then the whole gang bust in, and they start you know grabbing people and whatever, and um. The director was there and she was like, oh, we're going to do it like this. And here come the guys. And the guys yeah. are like, no, man, you know, we should do it like this and like this. And I'm like, you know, I kind of feel bad. <clears throat> I kind of feel bad for the director lady. Um, I kind of felt bad. But I'm like, I get it because, you know, they've, they've been there. How many seasons have they been on there? Okay. You know, they know, they probably know more about that show right, than right, the right. director who they alternate every season or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think you still have to be like at, at my point in my career, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a shut up and listen kind of guy. Mm. Like what you know, she's been doing this more than I have. Yeah, I'm gonna take what she says and work with that. I'll tie in a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. I'll ask my questions because that's my right. I can ask my question. I can yeah. you know bring up whatever I want to bring up. Um, 
but prep is key, man. Like prepping prior to getting there is the key. Mm. That is the key. With just about anything, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, I do want to get back to something that we had touched on earlier because um, you were definitely prepped uh, 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 for, uh, for, for entertainment and questioning and all that other good stuff because you were very slick when I asked you, is Tom Cruise top 10 mm. and you gave me the best non-answer I've heard in a number of years? And I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Okay. Tom Cruise is, is a great actor. He's a great actor. Do you see these professional non-answers, Big Joe? <laughs> I'm taking hey, lessons right now. I, I'm, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be very honest here. He's he's a great actor. He he never he never calls my attention as much as other people. And I love them. Like for example, I love them okay. in uh, and probably I don't know if you're a fan of this movie, but like uh, Minority Report. Yeah, I yeah. love Minority Report for some reason. I don't know yeah. why I loved it, and he did a really good performance there. Um, but he, I, I can I can put a lot of character a lot of actors ahead of him that have done amazing more performances better performances yeah he is he is the the white jackie chan yeah of action movies i mean i mean he 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 is good don't let's not let me not you're not even giving him the great title uh, he, uh, oh, oh so you're, you're, you you have say. tom cruise coming off the bench to yeah. clean up during <laughs> yeah I think you, you have him coming off the bench to start the second the half I think, I think he's coming off the bench Whoa! I think he's coming. He, he might. He might be the sixth man. He might get the wow. sixth man award. Tom Ron Harper Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think he's getting six man. My boy, I think he's getting the sixth man. As good as he is, I, I think he's good. But I, I. I can name a lot of them that are that are that to me are are more are are more uh, are better performers. You know? he, he does stick to one lane. So I think you hired Tom Cruise to be Tom Cruise. But in that same vein, I think you hired Jack Nicholson to be Jack Nicholson. That too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, yeah, they're about the same kind of character. Jack Jack Nicholson's good in in a lot of in, in a couple of his movies. He's amazing. Mm, yeah. But like you just said, a, a lot he's of movies. He's an amazing just Jack. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. He's yeah. not being anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of actors are like that. Mm. A lot of actors are like they play themselves. I might just be getting old and I'm just stuck with the cast of characters from like, you know, my adolescence and, and my younger years coming up. Why are we not talking about this newer batch of why am I not talking about this newer batch of actors and actresses the same way I talk about Denzel, the same way I talk about Brad Pitt, the same way I talk about, you know, uh, uh, Tom Cruise or even Arnold Schwarzenegger. So you, we were even talking earlier, like you were saying The Rock. Right, and obviously he's pretty much following the same pattern as uh, 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger, but there's just something about him missing that doesn't uh, make him Arnold to me. So, would you would put Dwayne under Arnold? Uh, that, uh, what in a in a mausoleum under under Arnold? Really, a, a thousand percent. I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger drop down from he there's he hopped into a cabin. It got shot up by eight hundred AK forty sevens. Somehow he got up in the rafters, dropped down upside down, and threw a Cuisinart <laughs> disc that scalped a guy. And I believed it. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? You had me for a second. I'm like, damn, did this really fucking happen? Like, See, shit. because it's you Arnold, and you have to believe it yeah, for a God, second. He could really like, beat somebody. Arnold. Okay, so uh, to me, to me, Arnold, Arnold is Arnold. Arnold, he's, he's, he's just, just Arnold. Arnold. He's just Arnold. 
you know, everywhere he goes, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the thing is, he's never been the type to change anything. So, like, he's, you know, muscular. You think of Arnold, you think of Arnold as a muscular guy. Arnold you think of Terminator. Was, for me, Arnold was always being Arnold Schwarzenegger, and The Rock is Dwayne Johnson acting like The Rock. Yeah, I, I could see that. But I guess that's why they fall, for me, they fall in the same category. Because mm-hmm. they do the same things. None of them really ever change their characters. Like, if you look at The Rock... The Rock is the WWF Rock character, just a little bit toned down, sure, and yeah. he's and instead of and he has a little he has a goatee and, and he plays Luke Hobbs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He has a couple lines that are a little different, but like in every movie, it's kind of the same thing. I, I literally was watching a little bit of Twins today in the morning, and I'm like, Arnold. I mean, you might as well tell Danny DeVito you'll terminate him later. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's the same. It's the same fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? And and more power to mind you, they were they're successful at what they do. Okay, so I can't really like hate on them that much because they're, sure. they're extremely successful. I mean, The Rock was at one point the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger was probably at one point the highest paid actor as well. Like, But are they great actors is the question. Can mm. we put them in the same category? And it's the argument me and John have all the time. Okay, like, Can we put them in the same categories as your Viola Davis? Can we put them in the same category as uh, Denzel Washington, Gary Oldman, uh, Harrison mm. Ford, all these old, all these, all these mm. actors, you know, Pacino, all these characters. Sure, Brando. Can we put them in the same category? No, they're not even. They're not even on the same list of right, right. a million. You know what I'm saying? Right. But they're they're actors. You when know, I'm when I'm do. at home or when I'm riding around in my car, I want to listen to Kendrick. I want to listen to Ty Money. I want to listen to like some people that are going to be thought provoking. If I'm in the club or at a bar, I want to hear. I don't know Nelly or who you know. I, I want to hear catchy uh, music. Catchy yeah. music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the same it's thing. The music. I look at music the same way. Yeah. I look at it like uh, like to me the greatest rapper in my in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. lyricist to me is Eminem. Eminem to all, me, right, all right, which Eminem are you talking about? Uh, you're talking about I'm still mad drugs, at my mom Eminem. Free drugs. Or are you talking about hippity hoppity rippity rappity flippity flappity Eminem? I'll tell you what. I think Eminem right now. Mm. It, since he's like he's off drugs and all this, he's kind of sober. I think his 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 stories and overall mm. is more polished now because I feel like he tells better stories now. Okay, because he's more in his own head right now. Okay, when he was on drugs, he was more he was more aggressive, more fun. Now I don't want to say funny, but like he was uh, a little more trendy when mm. he was on. Like now, I when I listen to his music. And this has always been him. Like, yeah, I can sit down and listen to the to the Marshall Mathers LP exactly, and catch shit that I didn't hear. Yeah, yeah. the first time I heard it. Oh shit, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Or like he he has line that that you know it has double meaning or whatever, and I'm like, wow, this dude, this dude's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't seen anybody really kind of nail that as much as he is. Now, mind you, I don't listen to a lot of hip hop anymore. When I was younger, it was like Nelly and Ludacris and those guys. Got you, got you. Um, but Eminem was one of those, and he's like to me, anything less is under him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He's he's the cream of the crop for me. I got you. You know, he just has a talent that's kind of unique. The, the so what he does now. So when he when when he was and I'm I'm glad he got his life together. I stopped drinking a few years ago. You know what I mean? So hats off to him. But like now, like you said, he's he's more in his head and doing it. It feels like he's taking the lane of all right. I'm rap is a science, and I'm gonna get the most scientifical way that I can about it. And this is and, why he's not so popular. 
mm. why his music you don't hear his music because his music is is not trendy right so if you okay. if i compare them to like hispanic i'm puerto rican so like if mm. i compare them to like hispanic music eminem is like an artist called calle 13 okay calle 13 or residente he's a lyrical beast yeah, yeah. this dude can rhyme for fucking days. Yeah, for right? years. But he's not popular because of his style. Mm. Right? Because he's not trendy. Because who's trendy? Bad Bunny's fucking trendy. Yeah, yeah. Bad Bunny's blowing everything up. You know, now he wants to be an actor too, which is interesting. I just yeah. saw him in a, I saw him in a trailer the other day. Ooh. Um T.I. wants to be a comedian. <sighs> you know what? That's not fair. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let me let me let me say real quick and we'll go back to this this rapid yeah. thing. I find that so to be unfair. Because mm. Bad Bunny, and, and more power to him because he's going to be an actor, right? More power mm-hmm. to him. But would he be an actor if he wasn't Bad Bunny? No. That's my thing. I'm like, it's not fair because he's not going through the grind that I'm going through. Sure. As I want to. Now, he went through his own grind for being a, an artist. Fair enough. For being a rapper. That's what I'm saying. Is 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 Michael Jordan playing AAA White Sox? Yeah, I mean, as a walk on. Yeah, he, I mean, he, and he sucked. <laughs> he sucked <laughs> garbage. He fucking sucked at it. Um, Again, more power to him. I, I respect his, but it's almost like the same thing with The Rock and Arnold Schwarzenegger, for okay. example. So The Rock was a famous WWE superstar. Yes. One of the hottest ones. I mean, you would put him on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling, right? Uh, for as far as Mike, as far as Mike wrestlers go, one of the, he's, he's got to be sure. top three. Sure. So the, his transition, his popularity mm. helped him become an actor. Yeah, yeah, hands down. Did he work for it and got better at it? Sure, mm-hmm. but that helped him. Arnold was known in the powerlifting game. Yeah, he yeah. was he was Mister Olympia. All his awards were before he went into acting. Mm-hmm. So he was just lucky enough that they were looking for a big guy to film a movie. To, to not to say seven words for his first three movies. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in Terminator, he only said like five lines. Yeah, yeah. Conan, what did he? Yeah, Conan too, and then the one in, in Manhattan when he was like, uh, he had a, he was like a barbarian or some shit. Yeah. Um, he was just lucky enough to do it. But again, it, Red you, Sonya, you were talking about just now. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't really fucking compare it. And again, yeah. I'm I'm not trying to be like I'm, oh, I'm pissed off because uh, more power mm-hmm. to him. He he got he's he's Puerto Rican and I'm happy for him. Yeah. But it sucks to see it because I'm like. Shit, I'm pretty sure he didn't have to fucking audition for that part. Here's where I think you 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 might be misreading that. Now, in my eyes, I, you know, I, I, I'm a comedian, right? You're you're an actor. I know how hard it is to be a comedian and right. consistently go into different rooms, different platforms, and and especially in, in, as myself, walk into a room where basically nobody knows me. And then go from zero to sixty. Try and give these people a good show. Right. You know what it's like to to walk on a set where at this point in your career, I'm assuming not everybody in the building. You know, there's not red carpet and rose petals at your feet. Right. And then you have to stand, you know, in front of an all star, deliver your lines, fucking deliver the pizza, and then keep it moving, right? And that's hard. It's hard, hard, right? And I can only imagine as far as acting goes, it's so hard that if you're not good, it's they gave Rihanna. One and a half movies to try, and they said, "You know what? Go sell makeup, and make a billion. <laughs> I don't want you in 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 Battleship Boats Part Two at all." That's crazy. <laughs> it's like acting has to not be easy, and so let him do that. Like Ti, if Ti starts I agree selling I agree out you. Madison Square Garden, I agree with and you. just slaying them, I, I'll be I'll be jealous. I'll be the first to admit it. 
but then I'll be like, all right, hats off to you, bro. You I mean, and I, I will say when it comes to Bad Bunny, it's interesting because he was on a he was on a TV show on Netflix, I think was mm. his first thing. It's like Narcos or some shit like that. Okay. Um, and now he's in a movie and he has a pretty good action scene with uh with Brad Pitt. It's called Bullet Train. I think it's called Bullet Train. Okay, I, I think it's the movie. One. And he has a nice little scene with with with, uh, with Brad. I think it's Brad Pitt. Um, and again, I mean, he's he looks like he's gotten better. I mean, I'll give him credit. My 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 mm-hmm. only gripe is it's like it would be cool if they had to go through the same stretch that every yeah, person yeah. does in the beginning. But obviously, their popularity. Obviously, you got to you got to remember it's a production, right? They're they're in it to make money. Everything's oh, yeah. about money, you know. So like, same thing with the WWE. Whip. They bring they bring Bad Bunny in all the time. Yeah, Bad Bunny's not a wrestler, but guess what he does bring? Mm. He brings in dollars because people are going to watch because he has such a fan base mm. that people are always going to watch. Same thing when you hire The Rock. When The Rock was coming up, you didn't hire The Rock because he was, you know, he was yeah. a freaking Denzel Washington. Who yeah. cares how he acts? He's going to bring in seats. He's going to fill up oh, seats yeah. because people are, know him. He has fans. They're going to come and watch it, even though it might suck. Because I think his first couple movies weren't all that great. I mean, what's the workhorse though? You can just tell oh, his vibe that he's. You ever follow him on Twitter is, uh, or on Instagram? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, that dude lives in the Not gym. Stop. Eats eats pancakes once a week, and then otherwise he's just a a, a, a a monster, a goblin in the gym. You know what though? I, I will say one thing: when you're famous like him, and the production pays you that amount of money, mm. I'd look like him too. So if mm. if a production told me, "Hey, we're gonna give you this part, mm. but you gotta look like Captain America in, in five months." How much? How much am I getting? Oh, okay. I'll be in the gym five times a day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's different because it's funny because he'll he'll post like, oh, hardest workers in the room, blah blah blah. Let's get out here and work out. I'm like, bro, I'm at work right now. I just clocked in for an eight hour shift. Yeah, yeah you yeah. telling me to go to the gym? Like Straight you up. Can, you have a gym that travels with you. Big difference. Straight up. You know. You touched on something there that was in. So when it comes to the the comedy side of show business, your socials are everything. They're, they're, I mean, over 50% of the pie at this point. Um, when it comes to acting, in my mind, like the actual acting, that product is the promotion, right? And then the studio, whoever you're doing it through, unless it's independent, are also going to do a majority of the promotion. And then I'm not even sure what stipulations you guys will have like that would keep you from promoting or saying certain things, NDAs, this and that. How important is social media to actors these days? Um, I think when it comes to acting, it's a little different. Mm. Um, because for one, I mean, we can't disclose certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, <coughs> excuse me. Like we can't disclose, like, uh, let's say the episode I was on. Mm-hmm. I can't disclose anything, pictures, anything, until it shows. So that could be a turnaround of a couple weeks. It could be a turnaround of a couple months. I mean, the Amazon one, I recorded that almost a year ago. Mm. And it still hasn't even come out yet. Got it. And got I can't it. really say much about it, you know, because it's not out. You sign, you sign a non-disclosure. So it's a little bit more close. And you're a jerk if you try and tease it or anything like oh, yeah. that. And I mean, I mean, they'll, they'll come. They'll, I mean, I'm, they're not going to kill you. Sure, sure. Right? But they'll but come they'll after dirty you. dirty your name. You know? Yeah, they'll dirty your name or whatever. Mm. Unless you're famous like uh, Tom Holland or something. Because uh, he, was, he was big uh, on spitting. Charming. He was big on spitting, you know, uh, leaking information. Yeah. But you can't fire the star. No, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? He can get away with it. He's but, fucking Spider-Man. I, I've said it before on this show that if you have an English accent, you can get away with Oh, my God. Most you know what? Bro. I've been realizing how many British actors are when fucking Gary amazing. Oldman, when I heard him on an interview and he was, oh, good day, mate. I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Bro, it's like, you know, people, people say like, um, 
you know, America has like the no, we don't. To me, the best actors are are in Britain, bro. I, I think it's they they have a thing about them, and I think it's their culture. Mm. Like they they have this classiness to them, this this way of speaking proper, oh, yeah. all the time. You know, they, they even, started off with that Elizabethan English. Yeah, it's, 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 wherefore art thou this day thy? It's fucking inspiring almost. Mm. I was watching a, a comedy thing with um, <clears throat> like a stupid thing on YouTube with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, and uh, he was trying to teach someone how to act in the comedy. Like you know, it was, it was supposed to be for fun, mm. and just the way he talks and he pronounces things and whatever, you're like, holy, shit. like I just want to talk like you, bro. Yeah, like man, oh, it's just so proper. <clears throat> even when they're saying the, the just the worst things. Yeah, I that. mean, and even stuff that sounds stupid, like how they say water, like water. Yeah. Can I have some water? Water, like, that, like yeah. but even that sounds cool to me. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that sounds cooler than saying okay, water. Okay, from a proper thrashing. Yeah, like you, you know what I'm saying. Or this is bollocks or that type of shit. You know, like it's just fucking awesome the way they talk. And I mean, and if you think about it, how many actors do we watch that play American parts that are British? Christian Bale, Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. Gary Oldman, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. We are, as in America, we are <clears throat> consummate consumers because how many American actors are playing British roles? Probably none. Probably none. I mean, none. then again, I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you because... You never I mean, hear about it. When, you never when, hear when, that. when do you? When do we even notice it? I mean, I know there's a new like. Uh, is there like a new Harry Potter thing coming out pretty soon? I think I saw a trailer for it. I mean, are there any American actors in that that maybe change their accents to be British? But it's usually the other way around. Yeah. You got British people that just change their accents to be American, and then they just kill the freaking role. Oh. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like when they did the Spider Man, this new Spider Man thing. I found it interesting that they interviewed all three Spider-Men at the same time. Yeah. And the only one that's American is Tobey Maguire. But Peter Parker, the character that he's playing is the American. The other guy. The other guy um, that was in the two, me, Spider-Man. He's British. Stop playing. Andrew Garfield's British. Stop lying to me. Yes, he's British. He's he just, British. Like, there's a feeling. He there's a like vibe. This. There's a, there's a, there's a, like, an emotion that hits me. Whenever I find out that somebody I thought was American was a <laughs> British, British actor, <laughs> you just gave me that vibe, dude. Bro. He's like he's, he's British. I promise. The first time he's I found British. out that um uh from the Wire, uh who's the black dude from the Wire? When I found out that he was um he's British, British, Brit- British. He's British. I said, oh, I'll tell you what. So who's one of the uh one of the oldest actors that you refer to um when, when like when you go when you. Because I imagine you study it. I study comedy, right? And I, I go back as far as possible, right? Who's one of the older actors that you refer to when you when you look? Um, I, I've seen some Brando stuff. Mm. Um, you know, when he was a little, when he was younger. I heard he um, was method, no? Yeah, he was method. He was method. Super method. Super method. Yeah. Um, Brando. Um, uh, damn it. Like, I was a big fan. Of, you remember watching um, Liam Neeson's movie about the Holocaust? Oh, Schindler's List? Schindler's List. That, that movie was one of the first ones I ever watched. I was like, like this is... Who, do you remember who directed that movie? Oh, my God. I want to say... It's right there. It's a famous director. Steven Spielberg? I feel like it was Spielberg. Feel, I, th- I feel I like it's a Spielberg movie. You're right. I feel like it's a Spielberg movie. Um, Shout out to Steven Spielberg for, for not only... Uh, uh, unless we're wrong. For not only directing that, uh, but also he directed like The Color Purple. Like Jurassic would, Park? That man had Jurassic classics. Park? Yes, classics hit, under his yeah. belt. That dude, that dude, that dude's amazing. Um, what does I mean, it take to be? What, what are the qualities? 
necessary to be a good director? You got to be, I would say. Now, I'm, I, I, I did a short film not too long ago, and I'm going to do another one pretty soon. I'm not directing this all that. Mm. Um, I think you have to... I think you have to be a strong person, okay. right? Because you can't let your char- you can't let your actors run over your project, which okay. I've seen happen. So is like- is is it safe to say <clears throat> director is the CEO of a movie? The director is. I don't want to say CEO. That's a little too high. Mm. I would say the director is like the mechanic. He's the one that makes it work to try to get the image that they want. Mm. You know, because that's his job. His job is to come up with the shots that they want. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's your project, right? Because you're the producer. You're the one to write or whatever. My job is to get what you want. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think you have to be, again, you have to be strong. Because if, if you have a vision in your head, mm-hmm. right, you can't let your actors take control of your image. Mm. And again, I've seen it happen. Mind you, in smaller, in, in smaller things. So like when you're, when you're beginning, you do a lot of... Uh, um, you do a lot of like student stuff in sure. the indie films, whatever. So one of the student things that I did was for DePaul. So I'm on set with the guys. I did my scene, and um, I'm one of those like you know kind of hang around and watch. Yeah, I course. like to learn, you know. So this dude, you know, taller dude, he's about my height, good looking dude, in shape, the whole nine yards. And the scene was gonna be with him and some girl, and he gets a phone call, mm. and he starts talking on the phone. And talking on the phone. And he's on the phone for about 45 minutes. Literally everyone sits down and starts looking at this dude. And he's just... Bah, 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 bah. About nothing. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. Right. It don't matter. Are you a professional? Mm. Or not? Like, I understand that this is a student film. And it, in, in the grand scope, it might, not, it might be meaningless. Sure. But if you're going to act like that here, how are you going to act when you get a of real course. job? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean... You think on PD they're gonna put up with this shit? They said Kobe was taking practice like it was. The, That's the how you last have to five minutes of every game. You have to. You have to be a dependable asset, right? You have to right, show right. up on time, do your job, be prepared. You know, but like that was the most embarrassing thing I think I ever saw. Mm. Like I felt horrible. I felt horrible for the kids because these are kids that are in college trying to be directors or whatever. Man, you never know. This could be the next Steven Spielberg, bro. Right, right. And you just fucked up your whole career with with, with this man. And you would naturally lose respect for somebody like that. Exactly. If that dude becomes famous or whatever as a director, he's never hiring you. You mm. think he ain't going to remember this? Right, right. That you spent 45 minutes on the fucking phone? Mm. But anyways, um, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, um, directing, I think you have to be strong. You have to be understanding. You have to listen, mm. right? Because listening is big. Because, I mean, your idea, maybe somebody else's idea might be a better idea. You know, you got to be understanding. You got you to listen. And you got to stay focused on what you're looking at. Uh, now, actors, obviously, everybody's heard like plenty of stories and they assume to know um, the, the personalities of actors and actresses. As a matter of fact, my, uh, one of my questions that I had, <clears throat> when it comes to like the three main ones, right? Um, musicians, actors, athletes. Which one, which of those three would you say is the top entertainment focus in 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 the world the storytelling it's athletics and it's music and you mean as an entertaining like what's the most entertaining? If you had to get rid of two of them for entertainment for entertainment purely entertainment 
Uh. That's hard, but I would have to give up athletics. Athletics, and then which is the other one that's got to go? Uh, this one's hard, but I would say I would say movies. I would say acting, because music music is a, music is very impactful, mm. and it helps in more ways than than the movie can. Like there'll be those days where you're just stressed out, you just want to listen to something, put on some Eminem, and you feel great. Yeah, 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 movies don't necessarily do that for me. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have the same like. Out of all of those three, mm-hmm. music is one that I would say I need music because mm. it, it hits more in the soul than than anything else. I definitely do agree with you. At the same time, I would say, I mean, athletics brings people together, right? Because you're going to have point. people from all walks of life coming together, and as long as you're good at the game. People are gonna kind of they're gonna just view you as an equal. You're just gonna be whatever role you fit in. Naturally, a role that you fit in on the team. And if we're winning, I give a shit what you are. We're winning. Good point. And when it comes to movies, I I want to say movies have changed mentalities, have changed courses of time, history. It's also giving us a lot of ideas and stuff like giving that. Giving you ideas, right? Yeah. Uh, art imitates life, imitates art. You know, right? Like I mean, when it comes to Schindler's List, I mean, that actually like oof. Whoa! That really, that really put put Opened what happened in the, yeah to, to what it actually happened. Puts things into perspective, right? Yeah. How many people are out there that are super conspiracy nuts and flat earthers because they saw Oliver, you know, Oliver Stone's JFK or whatever <laughs> like that? You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's um, I agree. I I think all three of them are necessary. You know what I'm saying? Um, they which all, one has the most assholes in it? As the far most as assholes. Ugh. The top athlete, the top musician, or the top actor is just a miserable piece of hunk I mean, of garbage. Dude, there's stories on all on all those spots. <laughs> That's the point. I mean, if you, if you, if you talk about you know you talk about sports, I mean, they say Michael Jordan was one of the worst assholes in the world sometimes mm. to people. You know what I'm saying? Kobe Bryant was a dick to people too. Um, you know, there's a lot of Sammy Sosa. You know, Sammy Sosa smiled at the camera, but behind behind closed doors, he was a dick to everybody. Why? Does Sammy Sosa not get the same heat Michael Jackson did when he turned white? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Why is why is nobody? I didn't know that Cream was gonna do that. Sorry. No, he's. uh, It was a vidaligo. Yeah, I I didn't know. I didn't know. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. Um, he's. Uh, I don't. I mean. I, I agree. He should get the same fucking flack. But I mean, mm. Sammy. Sammy got enough problems, man. Sammy. I love. I love Sammy when I was a kid. Sure. I did not. I actually didn't know much about him to know that. I, uh, so apparently, it's it's rumored that um, away from the game, he was just he was a troll. What do you mean by troll? Like you? Uh, like what were you uh, alluding to allegedly? Like with me, him, and the thing about him was is like you know he lied. He lied a lot oh, about, about steroids, steroids and all this stuff. Like, I mean, to me, he's he's underappreciated because he was the face of the of the Cubs. Oh yeah. You know I mean, he was the Michael Jordan to the Cubs. That's what he was. Mm. But the Cubs don't even recognize him. You know, because he has bad. It's he left a true. bad taste with them. You know, he left a couple a couple games before his before mm. he got traded to Texas or whatever. He left the game early. Mm. Blah blah blah. This and that. You know, the whole steroid thing. But I mean, you cannot cover. What he did for your team, absolutely. You know, like he deserves to have a statue on fucking Waveland and Addison as much as anybody else does. Mm. Yeah, so but he never gets invited back or anything. When it comes to him, right now, you're you're Puerto Rican. Obviously, you're of a lighter skin tone. I'm black. I'm of a lighter skin tone. And I mean, with with uh, Sammy, he's Cuban. 
He used to be. He used to He's be Dominican. Dominican, pardon me. And he used to be, you know, dark skin. Is that so? In in black culture, we definitely pick on each other for being different colors. Sure, right. And it's. I mean, it's a part of. It's a part of our history. The past brown paper bag test, the whole nine. You know what I mean. And it's a sore spot for some people, but it's it's just gonna be what it is, right? I'm gonna hear light skin jokes at least three times a week, no sure. matter what. Um. Is that a part of you know not only the Hispanic culture but the Puerto Rican culture because it's Puerto Rican? Hell yeah, <laughs> hell motherfucking yeah. You uh, man, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna show you after we're done. I'll, I'll yeah, show yeah. you a couple uh, times where like so John, he's Puerto Rican, believe it or not. He yo, white complected I, 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 could, I couldn't, I wouldn't. Blue know. eyes, the, right, right, right. All the whole nine yards, and everybody who comes. I remember one time, I had a. Uh, I had one of my buddies, uh, Joey, who's also mm-hmm. part of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, we were talking about minorities. And uh, he goes to John, he goes, I mean, you wouldn't know about being a minority. And I'm like, he's Puerto Rican. He's like, what? Mm. What? You're Puerto Rican? I'm like, yeah, he's Puerto Rican. Like, how many people go there and, like, and think that? But it's, it's true. But like, Puerto, Ricans, Puerto Ricans are weird because we, we, we're all over the spectrum. Yeah. Like, we could be super, super white and, or you can find super, super black Mm. Puerto Ricans, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. it's all over. The, it's all over the thing. Um, do we necessarily poke fun at each other for? It? I mean, I'm probably not. I mean, I think Puerto Rico is one of those. One of the things about Puerto Rico is really cool is that we all kind of have this amazing, like, we're from there kind of mentality. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. It don't matter the color. We're we're, we're Puerto Ricans. Like, we kind of have this kind of mentality. I mean, it's a it's an island. It's not the biggest place in the world, so I would imagine there's a certain amount of synergy. It's like, uh, you know, yeah, like we. If it's one thing, Puerto Ricans are super proud that they're Puerto Ricans, mm. and that's awesome. That's beautiful. How yeah. does so? If, if are you originally from Puerto Rico? No, I was born here. Okay, I was born here. Both How, my, my parents were both born. They were obviously from over there, and the whole nine yards over there. What is the general sentiment? How, so, if you're born in Puerto Rico, you're raised in Puerto Rico, and I, and I I don't even necessarily know the exact answer to this. Uh, if it's like a um, you know a region associated with America, if it's you know there's some kind of uh, whatever the the lock is with America, right? We're a territory. Territory. So, so we're we're like the the Virgin DC Islands or something. Okay, fair like enough. The Virgin Islands. Got you. So basically, the United States owns us. In a way, like they own the property. That sounds harsh when you it's, say it I like mean, that. It, it's the truth. <laughs> they own the property. They own the property. What am I gonna say? Um, um, it, you know what? I'm I'm kind of, you know, fifty fifty on what happens on that island nowadays because it's a very it's very uh, Puerto Rico's very, you know, in, in a bad place nowadays when mm. it comes to like financial. Mm. Um, like especially because you know it it, it, get, it gets hit with you know hurricanes all the time and all of this stuff and it takes them super long to bounce back from that type of stuff because their infrastructure. There was an earthquake, maybe what a year and a half, two years ago. They had a really bad hurricane. A few hurricane, years ago. right, 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 and it it knocked out like everything, everything. Um, <clears throat> but them being them being a territory kind of sucks because. Mm. They don't get the same benefits. That was the one where uh, wasn't it Trump like throwing paper towels like footballs. <laughs> Yep, that was it. That was it. Just giving him the Kobe fade. <laughs> he was um, handing out paper towels like Nino Brand, he, he, like he, Nino Brown handing out turkeys. Here's the thing. The thing is, I, I think people misunderstood. I'm, I don't agree with what he did. Trump, Trump, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, but Puerto Rico's always had that same issue, mm. where you. Got, I think Puerto Ricans or Puerto Rico realize thinks that they're a state and they're not a state. Mm. When you're a state, you have benefits of being a state. Okay. So if you have a natural disaster, so let's say in New Orleans, mm-hmm. here comes the United States, 
Gung-ho going in there. Gung-ho, they're going in there. Federal funding. Correct. There's money to be spent for that. Yeah, yeah. When you're a territory, it's not the same thing. Mm. You know, because you don't pay the same taxes. You don't pay... The infrastructure's not the same. Mm. You know, you don't have the same... Same privileges that every other state would have. It's a disassociated government over there? Kind of. Like, we don't vote for the presidency in Puerto Rico. Okay. They kind of have their own kind of semi-government thing. Sure, sure. Um, We're still underneath the United States, right? Probably federally, but... Right. Federally, like, we can't make laws and stuff like that. Okay. We have a governor over there that basically acts as the president over there. Mm. Um, But, like, the argument's always been, should Puerto Rico be a state? Mm. In my opinion, it should. Because I would say so. Being right the way they are right now, there's no improvement. Mm. Puerto Rico's always been the same. You know, you got a couple hot spots that you go there. When you go to Puerto Rico, you go to San Juan, which is the capital. Sure, sure. That's where all the money is. You go everywhere else, everywhere else looks kind of, you know, poor, you know, okay. real bad. And the streets are bad, blah, blah, blah. The power goes out, the power's out for months because the, the system's so old, mm. whatever, because they don't have the money to update. And that has to do with the fact that they're not a state. Mm. Now, the argument is, well, if it becomes a state, Puerto Rico's going to become a tourist attraction. Okay, that's that's a good argument. Sure. But what happens when you make something into a tourist attraction? You generate money. Generate money. What do you need right now? You need money. Mm. You know, I'm not saying they should go in there and knock down the rainforest and make it, make casinos. Sure. But you got to do something. Now, how do uh, like homegrown Puerto Ricans view Americans and/or America in general? If in your opinion, I, I am like, IMO. I guess like the rest of the world, like the United States is this douchebag land, land of uh, fat opportunists. Yeah, you know, like I feel like that's how most people see it. You know, mm. um, in part, in a way, I kind of agree. I mean, we we kind of have this conceited look. In the United States, like sure. we're, and maybe rightfully so, because I mean, we do, we do kind of dominate every fucking aspect of the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like even right now with the, with the whole Ukraine thing, which I'm not a big fan of because I'm not a fan of uh, playing big brother to everybody. Sure, around sure. the world, you know, I'm I'm all for helping people. Sure, but we we, I mean, think about it like this: we're getting hit in the gas pump right now for it. Definitely. You know, that's ridiculous. Like, I, I drive a four-cylinder fucking Ford Focus ST. Nine gallons of gas cost me over 50 bucks. I drive 13-gallon <clears throat> Supreme Guzzling German uh, hunk of garbage that gets on my nerves. It cost me $97 to fill up. That's some bullshit. I was that's ready to a, cry. That's, that's crazy. And we have a pipeline out to Alaska that's bone dry right now. Oh, man. That's, that conversation's interesting, too. Mm. Um, How do you feel about that? About opening up our pipeline or about us being on a, a, a car on the red line and watching like some domestic abuse and going. Both. Let's go with both. Let's start with one. You should be interviewed. Why am I interviewing you? Uh, I, I'm, I'm learning right now. I'm uh, learning from a more successful podcast. <laughs> so, uh, well, one, as far as opening the pipeline, right? I'll be honest. And this is a little hokey. It's 2022, right? They have a hydrogen powered engine like the format for that i i saw the jetsons they got fast <laughs> driving this that and the thirds like we should have definitely uh uh put in like you know the infrastructure to to be off of this so far right um aside from that i think we have like enough oil reserves 
um to like we have like 330 like like billion gallons or something re, something ridiculous like that right and I, we need 30 million maybe to and that'll last for a number of months and you pop that in boom we drop the gas price a little bit and there's a little bit of relief um but at the same time and, and you know whatever we got going on with venezuela and other avenues towards towards gasoline but um for us not to open up the pipeline for, for for this to happen, because also keep in mind, gas stations are uh, uh, small business owners. Yes, they're working on margins. Correct, like eight, nine cent, you know, ten cents per gallon. These guys are making. So right now, it makes sense for them to drive the price up of because of the scarcity. Of now they can just basically draw whatever price that they want, and then everybody else just has to <clears throat> fall suit and then just play the numbers game. And then we got Biden on the thing going, hey, guys, this isn't the time to uh, price gouge and whatnot. We're in a capitalist society. Of course it is. I, I think Biden, I think Biden's kind of, um, I think we should start an age limit to be <laughs> presidency. Like you cannot be, you can, I think he's like 81, I think right now. Oof. Like you cannot be 81 and be a president, in my opinion. That's a, that's a little too, too uh out of date of what's going on. Now, should mm. you be as young as the guy from Ukraine? I mean, I think he's pretty young. I think like he's in the early 30s mm. or whatever. He's a young dude. Um, but I think Biden's out of touch. You isn't, know what I'm saying? Isn't him and Trump basically the same age? Sure. I don't think Trump I don't think Trump should have been in Trump should have been kicked out too. Now, Trump, the mm. thing about Trump, the one thing about Trump. Now, I'm not a Trump guy, I'm not a Biden guy. I was kind of okay. in the middle. I like things on both sides of the table. Okay. You know, they both bring certain things. Trump's idea of you know the whole made in America thing, right? Sure, and, sure. And you know, using our own oil and this and that. I was a fan of that because I don't think we should depend on anyone. Yeah. Now, mind you, I understand that global economics is a thing, and you have to trade, and that's how money gets generated, you know, throughout the world. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. You, I trade you oil for you trade me whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes sense. But it's odd that two years ago. Around this time, gas was pretty damn low, right? And, mm-hmm. and Trump got out of NATO at the time, or whatever. And gas dipped because we started using our own, our own, our own stuff. Mm-hmm. A day after Biden gets into office, he turns over whatever Trump did, and now we got prices going up. Mm. So I agree with you. We have if we have this reserve and we have this oil, let's use our own shit. Definitely. Why are we why are we dependent on anyone else? I mean, again, anything that's that's gonna be anything we get domestically is going to be cheaper mm. than getting it from overseas. Mm. Did I say that right? Domestically so. is our side, right? Yeah, domestic. Yeah. And I am, I, am a, I am a habitual fence rider, so not to take any sides politically, but <clears throat> Trump was seen as such an unstable person that during his four years, you saw really nobody was who was out there popping off and trying to invade this place and that place? Oh, people were saying that about this about this thing. They were like, "Isn't it ironic that fucking uh, Putin, who's always been a threat, always. right? Putin's this isn't nothing new, right? No, Putin's not. always been a threat about taking over countries. It's not yeah. nothing new. He 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 literally wrote like a love letter to Ukraine, wanting to get the USSR back back together. So if if we know Years that ago. if we know that Putin's aggressive like that, yeah. So. Nothing happened in the four years of Trump, right? And I'm not saying Trump was a good president, but Trump had something about him where this dude didn't act up when he was in <laughs> office. How ironic, how ironic that yeah. it happened right after Trump left. And, and now you have a, a president 
who's 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 looked at as being kind of a pussy. Kind of. We looked we looked crazy pulling out the way we pulled out of Afghanistan. Oh yeah. Now we have we don't have, but now you know this is popping off in Ukraine again, before and after during during two <clears throat> democratic <laughs> during two democratically run governments, right? Right. And my eyes, you better believe, not too long. Whatever happens, whatever shakes with this Russia slash Ukraine um um uh, war at this point, you can call it. Um. Best believe China's looking at Taiwan. Like, we could do the same li- thing. Licking their lips. So we like don't got no fucking, like, there's no threat over here. Like who's going <clears> to, <throat> what? No, I'm not saying we should go over there and start fucking dropping nukes. I'm not saying no. that either. But I'm saying if you have a president who is revered and like, I don't want to say feared because that's the wrong mm. word. But you know that this man is business. Yeah, yeah. You know, people kind of stay in their lane. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But once... Biden went into office, all of a sudden, Putin, his big boy pants came on and he just, he's like, well, fuck it, this is my opportunity. Oh, yeah. You know? And again, I'm not going to blame 100% on the Biden administration, but I feel like that ought to do with it. I think he's, Mm. again, I'm not a fan of getting involved in people's altercations. Mm. You know? I understand that we're part of a group of uh, like NATO and all that. If something happens there, obviously we have to respond accordingly. But um, it's just odd, man, because like, Everything is like we're, and it's funny because the world looks at us like this. Like the world looks at like, oh, when they talk about the West, yeah, they don't yeah. talk about Britain, they talk about the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Like the U.S. needs to respond in this. I'm like, but first of all, if there was a war between Canada and America, is is Ukraine going to come help us? Is no. Great Britain going to come overseas and help us? By no. the way, Canada, the only country to have ever defeated America in a war. Really? The War of 1816. Oh, yeah, you're right. You are correct, sir. We need a war in this country. Maybe not. I don't, I don't want to say it that way. Here's the funny thing. I think America's very <laughs> spoiled. I think America's spoiled mm. because we never really had war here. Oh. We had the Civil War, which was us against us, but we never had war here because we're like perfectly positioned. We have the, the Joe Biden of countries to the north. Oh, sleepy ass Canada. <laughs> <laughs> We've got. <laughs> we, got we got the cartels. And, in then, and then we got the cartels who just f- feed America just. Just <clears throat> copious amounts of cocaine, yeah. nonstop. <clears throat> they keep us wired that. up. So yep. we're allies on both sides, and then to the other side, east and west, water. As far yeah. as the eye can I, see. I, so that's why I said I feel like we're we're we've been perfectly fortunately positioned on this planet. I mean, I think about it like this: How bad could it be? I mean, how bad is it in Ukraine right now? I think about it. It would be like so. We live in Illinois, mm. so Wisconsin's another country. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy to think of, right? Oh yeah. Like you're literally within a couple miles of a different country. Right, right. We're a couple miles within a state. There that that's a whole like literally like a whole different culture, a whole different like mm. you know, I I I you know, ideas and all this like that's that's insane to like think about that other side of the country. It's completely opposite of what we yeah. are. And then just their general history being a part of the uh uh what is it, the United Soviet Socialist uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that, that's crazy. At one point, they were all kind of like that one big body. And they just or started breaking away one by one by one by one by one after the war. And now, you know, they they go through Gorbachev, they go through Lenin, they go through Stalin, they go through, uh, uh, you know, all these other guys, right? And now you have this guy who was like, "Oh, I love the old days." <laughs> let's get the, let's get the band back together. <laughs> but you have you have a, a country. What was it like? Forty something million people there, mm-hmm. and and resources out the ass. Uh, I mean, they have they have crops, they have 
Um, they, you know, they have uranium, minerals, all this other good stuff. And you could tell. I mean, it, it makes sense why if if you were playing that game of, of uh, wanting to grab resources, why you would go after those folks. But at the same time, no, you can't. They're an independent nation. And the fact that we're still living in those times right now where somebody can... But what do you do when there is a domestic dispute in front of you? Are you like, hey, I'm, we're in a city where you it really pays to mind your business. But at the same time, at the cost of what? Like, what does that mean about you? Like, personally, how do you internalize that? So, so if I see a domestic situation happening in front of me, how do I respond to it? How do you respond to it? Do you mind your business? Do you do you say, all right, hey, let me let me go ahead and risk dying for this situation I have no that, context that's, for? That's the fucked up part about it. You know, you, you you it's it's probably even more dangerous to be the good Samaritan than to since like you said, mind your business. Um you know, I, I think it all I don't want to say it depends, that makes me sound It's like being Superman too. without the superpowers. Yeah, you can't I mean if it's like a you know, woman man thing, I mean, you try to I would say I would try to like calm it down. Yeah. You know? But at some point, I'm I'm probably gonna walk away from it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If if these parties cause I think like you said, it, it, you you could fall victim yourself. You know, this dude could pull a gun, whatever, blah, blah, blah. People are crazy nowadays. You know, I would say I would I would try to, you know, calm things down mm. as best I can. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know we're men, so we're we're like we protect the women. Sure, that's kind of you know our mo. Um, but it's it's crazy to think about because it, it really is dangerous out here right now. And it you feels know? like that's the role, kind of like the position that America finds itself in because it is it is still seen as a primary superpower, right? Right. So, oh, I see what you when things at. go off somewhere, it's like all right. Is America gonna mind this business? Because you put it up to a vote, I don't. I don't think the majority of people want to go rush, send guys over there, or send people, guys and girls, whoever over there, to start go fighting, dying, money, taxes, all that extra. But then we live in a city that has a Ukrainian village. I I know I know people that I had to reach out to that that I reached out to personally. Hey, how's your mom and them? That 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 are Ukrainian or Polish. How's your family doing over there? Oh, uh, my mom, my mom's side of the family ran to Poland, but everybody's good. Thanks for asking. Type type situation. I think it becomes one of those things. I, I think it's where since we're one of the most like diverse countries in the world. Mm. Like if you go, I mean, if you go to Ukraine, you, the majority of people are going to be Ukrainians, Ukrainian. Yeah, yeah. Um, here we have so many. It's like we we. It's almost like we have to like. I understand why we do it. Mm. right i understand it my mind is just like at what point do we do we how much do we sacrifice Mm. and it's one person making a decision because it's Mm. not a vote to do this right like i I, if we had to vote for it i think it would be cool if we like okay either we go back them up or not let's vote as a country Mm. i wouldn't i wouldn't be opposed to that Mm. But it is one person that makes this decision that we're going to go do this or do that or the con- or Congress, I guess, or whatever. But like as individuals, we don't vote for mm. that, you know. So like, if I disagree with the with the concept of it, you know, my my voice is kind of insignificant. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it, yeah. it's. A, I mean, I I understand why we're doing it. Yeah, I, I we should help, right? I think that's why right now I don't think we're doing anything wrong because we're not we're not actually we don't have boots in Ukraine. Mm. You know, we're just helping out with ammunition and stuff like that. 
and yeah. uh, um, food and stuff like that. Which I think, and that's, I think that's another great. part of the argument has to be um, the uh, the uh, what is it the the UN. Oh, of course, because we're part of it. So you yeah. have to kind of, and then Russia surrounded by thirteen other countries so, that are in the UN. I think that's what Biden said was his argument. Like if they if they try to invade anywhere that's part of the of NATO or the UN or whatever, obviously yeah. then that's a whole different can of worms. You have yeah, to yeah. you have to respond differently because we are part of the UN. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a different story. Um, I'm still not from a, smacking my neighbor to smacking my cousin. Yeah, basically, it, would, it probably kind of goes like that. You know, like I'm still not an aggregate of war. You know, like I, I hate the idea. Mm. You know, like I, I don't know what the. Why can't we just like just let people live, like live, live mm. our lives, man? Why, why do you, why, like I don't understand. I understand. It's hard for me to understand what Putin's goal is here. Mm. Like you're just trying to take over land. Why? What for? Do you need? Do you really sure. need more land? More, more land? Do you like, not feel as though, like as human beings, though, like a part of our conditioning is to have an adversary? Right? I mean, wh- why do you watch any sport whatsoever? Where would, where would Batman be without the Joker, right? They generate, by taking a position, by being a thing, you generate the opposite. What, what was Joker saying? I don't want to kill you. Yeah. I need you. I need you. Yeah. yeah. It, it's an interesting, you know, concept. I, I feel like uh, there's always going to be like that, comp- uh, that competition, I guess, kind of. Like, yeah. Almost the same thing. Like, I mean... You could be a good basketball player, but if you don't have competition, then you're just standing still. There's not one sport you watch that is just one guy or one girl or one person doing a thing. I mean, even racing, that's somebody racing the clock, but you want to see them doing with other people and they trade paint and smack into each other. Bowling? Come on, man. Anybody can bowl by themselves, but nobody's ever going to watch one 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 person bowling bowling by himself. Yeah, there's got to be the competition. Yeah, it's it's like it's entertainment. entertainment. There has to be an adversary. As human beings, there has to be adversarial roles, like a dichotomy, in order for you to be pushed to that next level. The fact that most of the people on this in this world are communists, just by sheer numbers, you know what I mean. Well, not even I. I don't even know if that's probably incorrect, but um, I mean, China's communist, right? Russia's communist. India's like, what is it, a caste system or whatever they got going on? You know what I mean? And everybody over here on the west, I think probably what keeps America in that top position um, is that there is so much. Everybody's invested in this country. Every other country is here. Like you were saying, if you go to Ukraine, how many? How many Americans is whoever works at the embassy? A it. few teachers. Yeah. And I mean, maybe some guys that aren't in the NBA anymore. Yeah. And then that's it. Wasn't what's her face got in trouble in, in Russia the other day? Who was it? WNBA star. Uh, and I think she's still over there. She, right? Yeah, she got she was gonna go to jail because she had some like marijuana or some shit or whatever. She got caught with yeah, some, yeah, some, yeah. some vape some vape, vape pens or whatever. She had a vape pen. Um Which I, I bet which I bet would have never been a problem. No, I mean it, it here's the thing. Athletes sometimes are just stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you. you I'm just right. Here, here's the thing: if you like, same thing with uh, with uh, with that ball kid. Was it the ball brother that got arrested in China or wherever the fuck he got arrested? Uh, the, the middle kid. Okay. Um. Oh right, Trump, the youngest Trump went one. Went to go get yeah, him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck. Here's my thing: if you know, if you know you're in a different country mm. that's not America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna treat you first of all. If you do something illegal, it's a different. It's a whole sure. different treatment. Like you should know better than that. I mean, it's not your first time. Mm. Like you go there all. The, you you. He, she was 
she plays for the for the Russian team or whatever the fuck yeah, or yeah. whatever. Like you, I'm pretty sure when you took the job, they gave you a rule book of what you know you probably sure. shouldn't bring to the airport. You know whatever. So if you bring it on your own, then what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like you, I'm not saying she deserves to be locked up and freaking, you know whatever. But like, you can't be that fucking dumb, mm. right? Yeah, Brittany, Brittany Griner, Brittany Griner, yep, Griner, yeah, right? Yeah. She, uh, she got caught, and I'm like, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, so you- I, um, I was a military kid growing up, uh, right? So my first eighteen zero to eighteen, I probably spent twelve years in different countries: uh, mm-hmm. Okinawa, mainland Japan, England, That's cool. right? And uh, it was pretty cool looking back at it. Um, and what I can tell you is that when you're, if if we're on paper calling America the number one superpower in you know in the world. If if you are Ron Harper, the sixth man on the most prolific basketball team, you're gonna have a certain arrogance inherently. Now, when sure. it comes to the interview, when they interview the team, he's gonna be Ron Harper. Like I just, I played my I position. I just passed the ball to Jordan, and I hit. You know, I, I pull up to the elbow. Yeah. I hit my shots. He hit me on the money. Blah 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 yeah. blah 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 blah. But when he goes to Ruth Chris. He's or he the, goes he's, to he Cracker is, Barrel. He's Michael Jordan. He's 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 Ron Harper. So when you're American and you go to America, I think this had to have been early '90s too. There was a kid that went to Singapore, and they have a, a, a like you can't even the, the, gums illegal in Singapore. They want to keep their sidewalks clean. So if you, you'll actually you go to jail for for chewing gum, right? Definitely if you spit it on the sidewalk, sure. right? This kid was out there. He spray painted. He was American. He spray painted. Uh, like something on it, and they take that shit highly serious, right? They snatched him, kept him there, and then publicly caned him. It was a big deal back in early oh, 90s or whenever it happened, right? And in America made a big stink. We're going to let our boys get publicly caned, blah, 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 and All the black folks are like, you about to get ass whooping. Yeah. I mean, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you end up being Ron Harper at, at fucking Walmart. Like, I, you just walk around with an inherent... There's a lot of people... Anywhere in the world that aren't going to ever feel like they're number one at at a lot of things. Sure, but if you're American, you have these these inherent quote unquote rights. First, being the right to say whatever the hell you want, and when you go to other places, you take that for granted. Yeah, this is why I I, I think I said it recently, on one of my podcasts. I'm like, you know, people complain about the freedom of speech here. Oh, I don't have freedom of speech. Freedom is really. Have you watched the TV recently? In Ukraine, in, in Russia, in Russia right now, if you say anything about the war that's not agree- in agreement to what they want, yeah, you go to jail. Yeah, yeah. How ironic that doesn't happen here in America. Mm. You can say basically whatever you want to say. Mm. You know, I mean, we were talking about the whole cancel culture thing and whatever. Like, I, I don't think that should exist. Mm. You know, and, and we again, we do take it for granted. I think because in other countries non- it does not exist. It does not exist. I think non-patriotic people in America is just as beautiful as patriotic people. The fact that you can say, <clears throat> screw this, I don't like this, this country's garbage, blah, 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 blah. I think that is also a part of the fabric that makes Absolutely. That makes America what Absolutely. It is. My, my only gripe with, with, with cancel culture is that I've always felt like, you know, a lot of people like to talk about, you know, what's fair mm. in the world right now and what's not. Um, if we're going to be fair, let's be fair. Mm. You know? Um, like Whoopi was in trouble not too long ago. Whoopi Goldberg in trouble, right? Now, do I want her to be canceled? No. I think what she said was wrong. I disagree with it. Mm. Right? Me personally, I disagree with it. Um, Do I want her to be canceled? No. 
Because mm. she has the right to say what she wants. Yeah. You know? The only argument I had was if you look at, let's say, uh, what's her face from, uh, she was on The Mandalorian. Uh, she said something stupid too. She was a US, uh, an, uh, an MMA fighter. Ooh. Damn it, what's her name? Oh, crap. What's her name? Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Whatever. Yeah, so yeah. she's a, a white girl. Green right? cream, by the way. He's, Big Joe's going to pop it on. Um, so she said something kind of similar. Okay. And then she said something about about statuses. She said something about statuses. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, I want my, my, uh, my uh, what do they use? The, my pronouns to be beep, bop, boop, or whatever. She said something okay. like that. Got it, got or whatever. It, got it. And she got flack. Mm. Hard that they canceled her from Disney. They then they were gonna have a spinoff with just her character. Oof. They canceled all that shit. They fired her. Gina Carano's her name. Okay. Nice. Gina Carano's her name. They fired her the whole nine yards. And I'm like, okay. But Whoopi still has a job. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Neither of them should have lost their jobs. Sure, exactly. Neither of them should have lost their jobs. But fair is fair. And if we're, if we're arguing over fair, why does Whoopi still have a job and Gina Carano sitting at home? Sure. Maybe you can say, okay, well, Whoopi is a better known actress. She's been there for longer, which is mm. true. More popular person. But again, why is that even an issue at this point? Mm. Again, I, I think you should be able to say whatever you want to say That's without why I a say fear, fear of, of being canceled. You're absolutely, in, in my eyes... I don't know. I, I I'm on. I'm I'm parallel to you. This street. conversation got serious. I'm real parallel quick. on your street, but I don't know if we're we're on the same exact road. Because in sure. my eyes, that's why I say fair enough. Because to me, fair doesn't exist. There's no such thing. I as, can agree with that. What's I can agree 50, with that. Right. I can agree with that. Um, because we if we take it back to Arnold, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger in his in his in his penultimate role as Terminator, he walked into a police station and blew away at least fifty seven cops. <laughs> Right, but with a newsie. But when um, NWA came out, they just said "f the police." It was, and it was, it was was a huge deal. And if it wasn't for the fact that Arnold was born in Austria, he easily had been the president. Decent chance the president Dwayne Johnson in our lifetime, humongously decent chance. Of course, when he was when he was fucking, wasn't he teasing that? that much that that much popularity power and, and popularity and, not and you don't run for the which would be the dumbest thing in the world for him to turn everybody that likes him into immediately 47 percent yeah. people that just loved you now hate you right but same token like when we get to pick those sides and say all right well this is different for whatever it doesn't matter what reason there's something that my algorithm from for you know my social inter, uh, social media interaction has taught me is that one i like i like hip hop then i like kittens and then i like break dancing in that order apparently <laughs> that's a hell of a bet boy all i know is if those i do my thumb like one this, and one those are all one and one if bro. i do my thumb five times man that's what's gonna pop up every single time that hip-hop and kittens thing is just that's one and two right there bro that's but if i go across if i come across like a skippity pap tiktok video on kittens it's gonna have if it has ten thousand likes it's gonna have 1,111 dislikes. And nobody dislikes kittens doing skippity-pap stuff sure. on TikTok. But 
there's just gonna be the, the anti. It's gonna right. be the Joker to everything. That's just sure. fucking. I, I, again, I don't know. I, it, to, to me, it's just like sometimes we we take we take things way too extreme mm. for simple things. Mm. You know, like again, when it comes to the, these two particular ladies, you know, should it have been that big of a deal? Maybe. I mean, yeah, they offended people. Okay, and I get it. They offended people. I get mm. it. But I mean, life is is not always going to be what you want it to be. Sure. You know, do do I get offended if somebody says Puerto Ricans are never on time? No, it's probably true. Mm. You know, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it, am I gonna kick and scream over? Nah, I'm just gonna keep. Sure. I, I keep moving on, and and then I try to make changes as I can. You know, mm. but I mean, again, like I said, I, I think especially with people like you and I, we we have, you know, we have outlets that we talk on. You know, and it's funny because like with me, it's weird because like I mean, I'm an actor. You're you're a comedian. Um, I'm signed with an agency, so like I, I have to kind of watch what I say sometimes, and it sucks to even of think of that. You know, like I, I shouldn't have to watch my what I say. You know, yeah, I should yeah. be able to say what I want to say, be it positive, be it negative, or be it agreed with ninety percent or ten percent or sure. whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and this is the mentality. I feel like we just can't have conversations nowadays. Mm. That's what I've I've always felt like this this younger generation. I mean, um, I'm I'm 35. How old are you now? 41. Okay, so we're not super far away from, you know, we kind of grew up in the same yeah, yeah. kind of era. Um, I, I've always said it. I'm like, I, I feel like nowadays it's like you can't have conversations mm. without it becoming, you know, like you're on this side of the table and I'm on that side of the table and we cannot be on the same side of the table because you agree with, yeah, like, yeah. that sucks. Of course. You know, like we should be able to have a conversation, even if we disagree, even if we disagree. At the end of the day, we can have a conversation, maybe learn something, maybe something we didn't know or think of sure. or whatever, and then at the end, have a drink. I might actually stop saying cancel culture and start saying cancel context because that's really what it feels like to me, what it's about. Because it's not what you say, it's how you say it. The sure. words that mm -hmm. come out of your mouth, they look crazy on a deposition in court. Otherwise, if it's just two guys talking, then you should get the vibe from how I'm saying something the way I'm playing around with it. You know what I mean? Like, who's even having just a straight down-the-line conversation these days without sarcasm, right? But that's what'll catch you in court is if you're being sarcastic about something and then you just have the judge say, I'm going to smack you until your eyes fall out of your head. <laughs> that looks crazy if somebody's just reading in a monotone in front of a jury. Right. But if I'm saying it in a regular conversation, that's what probably trips a lot of people up is because I can say something in one context and then if you, I'm like, yo, um, if you're like, hey, you know, John's not here, but uh, he thinks that Arnold Schwarzenegger is, you know, one the greatest of, figure. I'll be like, that guy's a fucking idiot, right? <laughs> but but you, you write that down and just, how, how did he say it? Yeah, exactly. That's the first thing you're going to ask right. is how does he say it? Right. And in between me and you and then him playing that game of, of phone call or phone tag or whatever, you can take the exact same words that I said and twist it and change time. the context. There's the danger is that we don't. Okay, so we've gone away from actually talking and we talk through keyboards. Mm. And reading something is is not the same as saying something. Well, you know, I remember I remember people used to tell me like, uh, um, just call me because I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, what oh, do yeah. you mean? I, I I spelled it out for you. Yeah, but I don't know how what yeah. you meant. You know, because yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the emotion behind it means a lot. Mm, absolutely you know what i'm saying i mean and a lot of things could be misconstrued and, and misunderstood 
um, through texting and writing on Facebook. And, eh, social media has kind of become a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that, that wasn't how we... Yeah, they might be onto something with that. <laughs> I mean, that's not how we grew up. You know, yeah. we, grew up, we grew up. If you have a problem with them, you talk to them. There was no, there was no attacking you on social media, mm. friend, you know, friend requests, and then I'm gonna blast you on your, on your, on your, whatever, on your comments. Like, there was oh, none yeah. of that, you know what I'm saying? And again, I, I feel like this, this era lacks this sense of communication, mm. like actual communication, actual sitting down and having a conversation. With it's someone. gonna be interesting to see how it manifests for the generation that's growing up, and this is all they know. So it's not different. Like we're the part where you are probably the very last of the generation that grew up. Repeat what I what I always fucking say. God, Lee. That grew up analog. You're, you're and my then favorite person on the planet over right into, now. Into digital. Yeah, man. Oh, Dude, if you, you're, if you, you're my if you, favorite. You're my favorite person on the planet right now. If, if, I've said if, that. If you if you tag that with and you're funny, then we go together. Dude, fuck. <laughs> I I literally have said that a million times. I mm. literally feel like I am the last of. Of the air of the, I'm the last mm-hmm. of a breed that knows what it's like prior to what we have today. Oh yeah, because I kind of grew up at the tail end of that before the digital mm-hmm. kind of revolution, if you want to call it. I literally remember the day my mom came home from our neighbor's house and was like, "You ever heard of the internet?" <laughs> I I remember I was talking to one of my buddies at work. He's, he's a younger dude, and we were talking about how long like the Batman movie is. I'm like, yeah, I remember when like the longest movie was like Titanic, Oof. and it came on two VHS tapes. Oh. And he's like, what? V- what? I'm like, yeah, VHS oh, yeah. tapes or Betamax or, oh, yeah, or yeah. tube televisions or whatever or 8-tracks and whatever. All this it's old... CD books, bro. I mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious how, how technology has changed. That's kind of my, my thought on that, on that concept. This, yeah. um, Speaking of... Uh, actually, did you hear about that actor guy that got a... <laughs> just got a couple hundred days of in jail time for... He was the one that uh, he faked getting beat up. The guy from the shy, yeah, he just got a hundred and like sixty days in jail, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. That Consummate was... actor the entire time, because even at the end, he was like, "He's that I stuck my fist in the fears of Black Americans in this country for over four hundred years, and the fears of the LGBTQ community." Your Honor, I respect you, and I respect the jury, but I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself, and you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Okay. Holy. I'm not. And you're just like, how star for attention can you possibly? Unless, I I mean, I can't. In in order for his mind to have gone to the place that it had to go to just to do what he did in general, what he was, what what he's convicted of, in order for his mind to go there, there's a few pieces of that puzzle that's missing, right? But at the end, to play it out in court, you just got sentenced, and then you're doing the I'm, dude, I'm not suicidal. Dude, when I this saw that, this is a travesty. When I saw that, mm. I was like, "This dude's an actor, bro." The Straight way, up the down. way he, I would have given him an Academy fucking award. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, here's one of these little gold fucking men for you, bro, for that fucking performance. Because he, bro, he said that with so much conviction yeah. and so much believability. Like, he delivered each like it was line perfectly, bro. Like, he, <laughs> dude, I was like, I, I almost stood up and clapped for him. I'm like, bro, that was a good He was going bro. for the Emmy, for bro, sure. Bro, he was going for the fucking Emmy. But, I mean, I, why would you do something like that, bro? Like, it's almost, I, and, and again, I'm, I'm not saying 
you know, evidence shows one thing, right? Yeah, obviously. Right. So obviously we have to look at the evidence and say that he lied about all that shit. Mm. But why would you why would you do it? I almost agree with mm. the judge. Like, were you just doing this for like fucking attention? Or what the fuck? Because I mean, why would you give up your career? Because his career is basically tarnished for the rest of his life. And he's he's an actual the butt of jokes. Oh yeah, that's what the, the, the you know, judge was saying. Like you're a meme. Like you're, you're people are using you as a fucking joke right now. And you have the most out of touch person by by definition. A judge is possibly the most out of touch person on purpose, right? So they could be impartial, sure, right? And then he's telling, he was basically saying, "Yo, I saw that thing Dave Chappelle did. It's hilarious, oh, juicy." Yeah. That's basically the, the 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 subtext of what he was saying. And it's it's over. It's finished for that. So. I, I, Obviously, in the acting in the acting world, there are, I mean, there's addicts of all types, of all nature, right? Those attention addicts. Do you come across that a lot in the actors' world? For me, on my side in the comedy world, it's the people who aren't able to shut it off, who just nonstop is going to be comedy, 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 punchlines, 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 jokes, 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 and and you're just trying to have a, a regular conversation. I mean, I I I've seen. I've seen it more like in uh you know smaller people like that like ah they're like they they always want to be more than what they are mm. like I mean I'm I don't know everyone's different okay you know I'm I'm the type of guy I I I rather be you know I'm I'm not all about like talking about myself and what I've done and this okay, and right, I'm right. like I'm I'm all, I stay in my lane I know where I'm at and I know where I want to go and I kind of just stick there but there are definitely you and a lot of a lot of fucking characters. In the business, you know that like there's like a belief in yourself that it's necessary in show business, and then there's a level beyond that where it starts to turn. Yeah, I mean, like you're almost like it's kind of conceited type of thing. Like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like bring it down a notch. Like we get it, we get we, you get we get it. You're an actor. You don't have to fucking show me every five minutes on fucking oh, Facebook or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like here's a shot of me fucking getting to the set. Here's a shot of me Ooh. sitting on the chair. Here's a shot of me getting up from the chair. Like, oh, I don't yeah. care, bro. I get it. You're an actor. I get it. Speaking of, so you, and you were saying you had shot your short film and then you're on your way to shooting another short film. Um, again, from, from my, from my listeners, my viewers out there, independent film, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is some some advice you can give as far as you know getting funding the equipment that you use the path that you take into making an independent film that's going to work well independent film is 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 basically what it is right it's it's uh mm-hmm. low budget everything's micro budget blah 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 especially when you're starting off mm-hmm. um is there a starting is there a um is there a generic go to budget i would say no because I mean, you can you can make Whatever something really good. Yeah, I mean, I, you got to use what you got. You gotcha. know what I'm saying, like me, I, I, my my short films, you know, it's like everything else. Excuse me. Um, you you cast actors, you know, who are looking for real and not money, because mm. you don't have money to pay them. You mm. know, so the payment for them is a copy, right? So like gotcha. for me, like when you're starting off, you don't get paid. Right, of course. I give my talent, and you give me a copy of the film, so I can use it to sell myself later. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So um. Obviously, use what you have. I mean, I, don't go fucking broke trying to film a short film if you're starting out. Obviously, because you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you you have no idea what you're necessarily doing. You're a beginner. Get your feet wet. Start mm. small. Start small. Work your way up. I'm I'm a fan of that. Like, it's this. I see. You know, I see a lot of people jump really, really far when they start off something. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
they let's say they want to start a podcast. Okay, they start a podcast and they go nose deep, ten grand, mm. and they buy all this equipment that they have no idea how it works. And then five episodes later, they quit. Now you're debt ten grand. Right, right. Like learn how to work it, and then see if you really want to do this, and then invest. Keep investing little by little. Mm. You know, same thing goes with with indie films. Like for me, like I've seen people use ten thousand dollar cameras in indie films, while I use a I'm like my, the camera I use for my indie films is a six hundred dollar camera with a three hundred dollar lens. Cheaper, easier to manage. Mm. It's a basic thing. But if I can grab a basic thing and make it look good and learn how to use it, when I get to the bigger part, the bigger product, it's easier to work with. But if I jump the gun, I have no idea what this does. Right. Now your video looks like shit because you have no idea what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel a lot of people do that. A lot of people over, like, jump way too too fast instead of learning the process. Just go through the... Like, they don't even read the fucking manual. Prep, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, read the manual before you start doing anything. What's the um, distribution? Distribution, I mean, that's up to you. I mean, you could do you could do whatever you want. If you want to try to go put it on Amazon. I mean, the thing is, the good thing about now is like everything's on some type of on-demand type of product. And you sure. can get anything on there. So you can get on Amazon. You can get on Netflix, technically. You can get on, you know, all these different streaming services. Um, I have no idea because I never tried to do that. Okay. My stuff's always been on YouTube just because it's hella simpler. It's still the, and, uh, I mean, and how many people how can many see people it? people are plugged into it? You know what I'm saying? Um, again, my goals have never been to really make money on anything that I've done. That's not my goal. Gotcha. Um, my podcast is not ever to you know make money or whatever, even though I mean, I've mean i made a grand total of like $35 in monetization. But say, you're not too far whatever. From, getting, from getting one of them, uh, um, getting one of them plaques, start getting some promotion dude. going, man. <laughs> I was thinking about making my own plaque and just drawing it and putting just, it on fucking wall. Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, you know, my goal's never been to make money. You know, my 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 goal is to do something I enjoy. Mm. You know, if money comes with it, money comes with it. You know, that's not why I do my acting stuff. Sure. Yeah, it comes with money, but I do it because I like to do it. Man, it with five K subscribers, you're doing something right, and for sure, keep on doing it. Once again, um, let the uh, let the watchers know. Uh, uh, what you got going on? How they can follow you? Give them, give them, plug your channel one more time for me, sir. Um, we are on YouTube. The channel is called IMO. In my opinion, with J and M, um, we usually upload once a week. Um, this week we didn't have one. Um, but uh, next week we'll be back on. Um, getting you know, getting back to work. Yeah. So absolutely. You got any um any TV roles coming out that people should keep an eye out for? Uh, right now, for me, it's kind of slow. Um, I'm kind of uh, in a transition. I just switched agencies not too long ago, so that's kind of a transition. And then uh, and the only bad part about being on some of the shows here in the city is like it's like a one and done for two years, unfortunately. Well, keep an so. eye out on a Chicago PD uh, to see him. And you, I said, uh, I think you said you have one in the can that's going to be on the way whenever they release it. Man, yep. this has been. Man, this has been eye-opening and a great conversation. Miguel Rivera, this is so dope, man. I thank you for having on uh, Real Rap Podcast. Uh, shout out your uh, your uh, Instagram. My Instagram? God, leave. I even remember what it is. Oh, God. That's just embarrassing. I don't even know what it is. Hold on. Give me one, one, one second. By the way, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, you being oh, on, on our podcast Absolutely. as well because... Uh, you know, we got we to gotta keep working I gotta together. See the, I got to see this John guy giving peace of my mind about it. I want to find out. Who, get the good Lord. You know what? Don't tell him. Don't tell him I said this, but I'm going to say that I think Sylvester Stallone is better than Arnold. I want to see I, how he reacts. I, I've said that before, too. He almost took a swung at me. He almost <laughs> swung at me. Um, my my uh, Instagram is actually going to be 
um, what my family calls me, which is not Miguel. They call me Michael. So it's M-A-I-K-O Rivera underscore I-M-O CEO. Michael, but spelled M I K M A I K O. M A I K might be the most Puerto Rican thing that you I'm said. You, it, it, it doesn't even fucking make sense, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, man. That's Mike Knight Comedy on all platforms. It's been the Real Rap Podcast. Love y'all. Peace. Mike Knight, Straight from the south side. Mike, Mike, Mike Knight. Uh, I'm just so happy to be here right now. Real Rap Podcast. 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 Podcast.